expecting a call from uh, Brian Callen, comedian at the... Oh, this might be him here. Hang on. 1029 The Hog, good afternoon. This is Borna. Hey, buddy, Brian Callen, how are you? Hi, Brian. How are you doing? I got my co-host Mandy joining yeah. me as well. Hello, Brian. Hello, Mandy. Am I an hour early or am I on time? No. You're perfect. You're, you're actually right on time. You're 30 right seconds early. On the nuts, which no one ever is, Brian. So, we appreciate Listen, that. I defy the Hollywood stereotype, okay? Yeah. Um, Here I am. And as Mandy, you would often say, Mandy, you you appreciate uh, performers, artists, whoever we have on, calling themselves and not a handler. Yeah, you don't have a handler like, we have Brian on the line, please uh, hold on. And then 30 seconds later, it's like, oh! Can't stand it. Yeah, yeah. same so. you know, Sometimes you do a movie or a TV show with like somebody who's kind of famous, and they come literally with five people. It's yeah. just an entourage of people that, Silly. that get them coffee or or fold their clothes. It's the weirdest thing in the world. <laughs> it um, really is. Matt, we're just going to keep going here. Brian yeah. Callen will be at the Milwaukee Improv next week, the uh, Thursday, the 21st of July uh, through Saturday, the 23rd. Five shows in town. Pleasure to meet you or speak to you and talk to you, uh, Brian. Do you have any? So, do you have anybody I'm, working? I'm my my father, my father was born and raised in Milwaukee, oh. so I'm coming back to his stomping grounds. Right on, Brown Deer, Wisconsin. Yeah. All right. So, we used to go up to the North Woods. It was always it, so. I have my I got my experience with Milwaukee and, and Wisconsin. Ah, uh, North Woods up there, Dow. Yeah, you know, awesome deer hunting and things. <laughs> I'm wondering, uh, what do you what did you do here in Milwaukee? What is your Milwaukee experience with your Faja? Uh, I just remember hanging out with all the kids in the neighborhood and riding bikes and doing things you can't do when you live in countries like Saudi Arabia, Greece. Pakistan, India, Lebanon, because that's how I grew up. I was overseas. We'd come back. My dad would, you know, he'd want to see his mother and father. So we'd go to his little house where he grew up in, in Brown Deer. And it was probably, in many ways, the best memory. My Some of my best childhood memories were just hanging out with the kids in the summer. But I didn't know what Milwaukee was like in the winter until I did um, stand-up in Madison. And, well... Well, it's a little silly, isn't it? It's, can we get a little warmer? I mean, it's... it's yeah, winters here are dumb. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's stupid. Winters are stupid, but you're coming in a great time of year in July. It's like a great, great uh-huh. one. Can, can get hot here. I mean, I know, you know, if you vacationed here as a kid, even in the North Woods, like, this is a good time of year to be, to be here. Um, because you... Yeah, but what do I do? What, what do I do in Milwaukee? It's not like, I got to go to Milwaukee. Woo-hoo! It's like Miami. You know I mean? I know I, know I can fish for perch and wallaby. Or walleye. I don't know what it is. I think wallaby I is like a from. like a furry land animal. Yeah, land animal. Walleye, yes, in the in the <laughs> okay, water. So maybe wallaby. Stop judging me. Walleye and wallaby. Well, you know, it's funny. We just talked to a random caller yesterday. He moved here to Milwaukee from Florida specifically for beer gardens mm-hmm. and being able to sit outside in the summertime and uh, and drink beer. So I don't, you know, I don't know if that's your like thing that. or not. You could do that. It will be when in Rome. When in Rome, I'll do some beer. Uh, you yeah, know, the food. I mean, you've got. I know you've got designer beer there as well, but for the most part, you want to be drinking American beer, right? Well, you know, this is, this is home to Miller right here. We've got a great bunch of uh, bunch of craft breweries and other breweries spotted here. Spotted cow's all the rage. Yeah. It seems like when people are ever here, they always get spotted cow and bring it back because you can't get it outside of Milwaukee. But don't let don't let Milwaukee fool you because we've got, you know, a beautiful lakeshore. We've got a lot of festivals and we just got done with Summerfest, the biggest musical festival in the world. No big deal. Uh, so when you're here, there'll be a ton of festivals. The beach is always here. So there's a lot to do, you know. Hold on, hold on. There's a beach. This is why I'm so ignorant. Mm-hmm. Uh, forgive me, listeners, because I've got this snobby mentality living in, by the way, Hollyweird, 
Los Angeles, which which it never want to raise your kids in Los Angeles, but that's a whole different story. But you guys have a beach. I yep. can go to I can go to a beach. Is what you're saying. You can, yes. Lake Michigan is right here. I can almost see it from where we're located. So it's not an ocean beach, but, I mean, it's a pretty yeah. great lake, if you know what I'm saying. And uh, the, the lake's pretty yeah. People People surf here. I mean, it's a thing. Yeah, but the thing is, I'm afraid of the sea. I don't like sharks. So I love fresh water, plus it's easier on the eyes. So I'm it's all true. in. I'm it's true. Yeah, yeah, it's just, you know, just I'll warn you, Brian. It is perennially cold. It never really gets warm, even in on a ninety-five degree day in July. It's a little refreshing, <laughs> so just be aware of that. I suggest if you are here and you yeah. make some time to go there, definitely say you you know you jumped in Lake Michigan at least once. But uh, it, it, it's, it's usually a little chilly. Okay, I'm, I'm down. I'm doing it. I can't wait. That time, so so I got beer gardens. I got Lake Michigan. Uh-huh. If I want to freeze. Yeah. Yeah. I got. A semi beach, and uh, and I got fish fries. I hear fish fries on Fridays are the favorite dish. If you eat something other than fish on a Friday, I think you'll get kicked out. Pretty sure. <laughs> Absolutely, and you're here for a number of okay, days so too. Far, is that? Do you need anything else so far, to do, or is that enough with five shows over a weekend? Which sounds always. Right, do you even I, have I was free time? To, yeah, to comedians, <laughs> that sounds exhausting. Do you have free time to do any of the stuff during the day? Well, I do, and I, you know, I'm shooting this show on, on YouTube called Best Up with Brian Callen, right? So in Florida, I went python hunting. In, in, uh, and I went in, when I was in Florida, I went to American Top Team, and I, I, I moved around trying to box with Dustin Poirier. It didn't go well for me. Hmm. You know, I try to do all kinds of weird things like that. I'm going hog hunting with spears in Austin. Don't ask. It's crazy. What do I do in Milwaukee? I want to shoot something in Milwaukee. <laughs> do I go fishing off a pontoon? Do I try to play one-on-one with some Marquette players? I mean, give me something I can do. Okay. For a scene in Milwaukee, that's a great, great question. Sure. Uh, yeah, oh, I mean, I mean that stumped you. I yeah. mean, that stumped you. Well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not ready. You can see how many cheese curds you can eat sure. in a minute. Um, oh, I like that. Yeah, State yeah. Fair is right around the corner. Maybe you can get some cream puffs ahead of time, which is all the rage. Um, you can yeah. Yeah, you can I, go I, on a I'll Bloody Mary tour. We have the best. <laughs> well, cholesterol is not a thing here. Yeah. We have the best Bloody Marys on <laughs> Earth that come with the sidecar. You could go on a little Bloody Mary tour. Um, I'm trying to get wow. off of food-related things, but it's very much food and no, alcohol-related no, like here. No, I like food. Yeah. I, I love food. We need food. It's all about food. food. I mean, we can I find, Brian, we can find you a Bloody Mary with pretty much a whole chicken attached to it, if, if that's your speed, if that's something you want to do. There's a place in town that does <laughs> that's that. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a chicken attached to a Bloody Mary. I okay. Well, like we got that for you. That, that we you can You think find. we're playing, but that's a thing. So, yep. Okay. Well, we'll give okay. you all that information. <laughs> Speaking. So for my shows, I'll have to wear a diaper. It sounds great. More with comedian Brian Callens, team at the Milwaukee Improv, starting next Thursday night, the 21st, on 102.9 The Hog. Speaking with comedian Brian Callen, five shows at the Milwaukee Improv in Brookfield next week, starting on Thursday, Thursday to Friday to Saturday. I was looking at so your your credits, Brian. Is there any TV show you didn't do an appearance on? Because, man, there's a lot of popular <laughs> stuff that you were in that people may or may not realize. Did you, is, there ever, is there one that got away that you didn't appear on that you wanted to? <laughs> That's what happens when you never, when you don't say no. It's, it's, I'm okay. basically a hooker. You know, I mean, if you're going to pay me, I'll do it. And that's if you've got a home movie I can be in, <laughs> let me know. I might make an appearance if the price is right. You know, look, as an actor, you just say yes to everything. Somebody once told me that. And I was like, okay. And that's how you rack up a resume. And then I can forget all the stuff I did. But, yes, I've probably done every TV show you can think of because you're so desperate for work all the time. But one of the great things about 
stand-up and podcasting is you don't have to be a slave to all that. So that's kind of why, you know, I started doing that because the whole business is moving in a different... But I've never seen anything change as fast as as, uh, as show business. Uh, Hollywood has really changed with new media and stuff like that. It's really strange, man. It's, it's really hard to... Uh, you can make a movie, spend your whole life doing it, and it used to make your whole career, and now... People will see it. You got about two days before people move on to something else, and nobody's figured out how to solve that problem. Right. So if you're not generating content constantly, and you're not doing podcasts and stand up and, and on TikTok and on Instagram and on YouTube, you know you're, you're going to be you're going to be in for you probably have to have a second job. It's exhausting, is, yeah. really. I mean, do you do it, it yourself or do you have a a content creator, if you will? No, I do it all myself. I'm proud I, mean, of I have people that facilitate that, but sure. you, you got to be the one. You got to be the one who does it. You know, my, I have a weird philosophy, but I think I'm right. What what a rogue like Joe Rogan's success, and I, I've talked to him about this, is that he truly believes he's not better than his audience because he knows he's not. And I think that if you don't, if you start getting too many people to do things for you that you should do yourself, you are going to suffer from that weird corrupting notion that you are better than the people you're performing for. And mm -hmm. once you do that, I think you're lost. You know, because you're not, I'm good at making believe, I'm good at coming up with ways to make you laugh. You come to my show, you're going to laugh hard for over an hour. I promise you. But that's about where my skill set ends. <laughs> yeah. Know? Well, it's good you so, know where your skill set lies. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, dude. Well, I'm also amazing in bed, but that's a whole different story. It's <laughs> a family show. I can't go into that. But to your point, Brian, that. you got to keep doing it because people right? forget you that quickly. Now it's like, what's next? If you don't keep doing it, then, it, then you're, then you're done. Saying. It's over. I mean, I'm broke, man. I'm 55. My fiance's 32. Good and for the other you. day I came out, I was naked, <laughs> and she just looked at me, and I looked at her, and I went, You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay. And she rolled her eyes and turned over. She rolled her eyes and turned over in bed, which I think is an outrage. But that's what I look with, so. You know, Borna alluded yeah. to it before that you've been in pretty much every show. You've also been in a bunch of movies, like you said. You've got that podcast, and. Um, do people ever come up to you and say, where do I know you from? Like, you're that guy from... And then just kind of, the like, time. snap their fingers. My celebrity, yes. I've got to tell you, like, so when I'm on a plane, I'll get a, I'll get a, a flight attendant. It's like, you play, play a lot? And then they'll ask me a thousand questions. Finally, I'm like, no, I was the guy in the hangover. I played Eddie. I was in the Goldbergs. I was the coach of the Goldbergs. I had to go through my whole resume, and they're like, oh, my God, yeah. That's always one thing they know me from. Or Friday with the kids. Sure. That's my, the, the podcast. And then they go, they wait. Always, that was you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Exactly, because I have to play characters because I looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, I'm every man. It's like nobody, it's not like I'm going to walk in a room and they're going to be like, we'll take the medium white guy, you know, <laughs> with brown hair. Like, if I pick your pocket in a, in, a, in a crowd at one of these festivals, I can get away with it because how are you going to describe me to the cops? What are you going to say? He was medium, white, brown hair. Good luck. Good luck. It's a good so backup you gotta career. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be different. Sure. Was uh, you know, because you're the, you, you're both the, you know, Hangover one and two. Was that movie as fun to shoot as I, as I and a lot of people like imagine it and hope it was from as fun as it as it was to watch? Was it was it was it a fun well, set? What was it like doing doing those films? You know, I knew those guys way before they were famous. Like I was friends with Bradley Cooper and Zach Galifianakis, and I'd done a movie with Ed Helms before that. Yeah. So you know, a lot of times you're on a set. And the acting gets in the way because you're just hanging out as friends and yeah. you're laughing. So it's really, I think most of the time you do a movie for the fun between takes. 
you know, now you you can do a movie like my buddy did a movie with Daniel Day Lewis and the guy's in character the entire time, and you have to talk to him like he's Lincoln. I was just going to ask if it was that movie. No way. (laughs) Dude, I'd rather be at the dentist with no Novocaine, okay? I did that movie Joker. I did that movie Joker with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I was in the room with that guy for five days. Now, I got cut out of the movie, as I knew I would be, and I knew that guy was going to win an Oscar the second, the first frame I saw him acting, okay? Yeah. yeah. But, but, please understand, that dude's in character the whole time. He's not saying hello, goodbye to you. There's no talking. He's in character. And you're in, you're on some, you're in some, I don't know, old carpet manufacturing facility at the tip of Manhattan, hating your life because it's, you're just there waiting for your role to come up. You know, I was very grateful to get the part. Don't get me wrong. I love Todd Phillips, but I'm saying that's not as fun as when you're on set with a bunch of comics being a silly goose and laughing. If you're there with real actors like Joaquin Phoenix, you're, it's work. You're, you're, yeah. you just keep your mouth shut, get ready for the next take, and be supported. And that's it. That's, that, some people would call that the death of fun, but that's because I'm not into acting. I like stand-up. Uh, there, I said it. I said it out loud. I said it. I said it. <laughs> when people realize the stuff you're in, especially something like Eddie from The Hangover, where you have, you know, in your role, you have so many quotable lines. How many, how many times did any of people throw those lines back in your face? Does that get, that has to be annoying. Well, you know, again, when, when we did the movie, nobody knew it was going to be the phenomenon it right. was. And I knew I was in Pittsburgh doing another movie called Warrior, and somebody, a bunch of boys ran up to me. They were like, you know, they're probably in their teens. And they, they, they came running up to me, and they were like, you're in The Hangover, right? And I was like, uh, yeah, I did that little movie. And they were like, oh, my God. And they, they wouldn't stop asking me questions. And that, I, that's when I started to think there might be something special. Yeah. And then the movie just kept growing. It's like lightning in a bottle. It was just one of those phenomenal things. That, but when a movie is that big, it's almost an accident because there are so many moving parts. Now, it was also directly written by a genius, Todd Phillips, mm-hmm. who doesn't seem to miss. But... You know, that, that's a very, very difficult thing. And it, it's such a privilege to be part of, because you're part of history in a way, you know? So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the answer is yes, it's a lot of fun. Long roundabout way of saying it. It was well, a blast. One question that I like to ask uh, most people who come on this program is, where are you right now? As you are talking to us, like, what else are you doing in your life? Are you walking around your house? Are you about to get in your car in- and go somewhere? Nope. I'm on Abbott Kinney, which is which is in Venice, California. Okay. And I am going to work out. Oh. I'm going to work out like I always do. No days off in a parking lot with a 64 year old strong man named oh. Lou Parada, who who for 20 minutes, 30 minutes at the most, makes me hate my life. Yeah. And. Uh, and that's all because I'm vain, and it's all because I'm trying to keep father time at bay. Are you, like, flipping tires in that parking lot? What happens in that parking lot? Yes. Yeah, what happens in that parking lot stays in that parking lot. I set yes. you up for it. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Yeah, <laughs> I, find, I find he's always working my my posterior chain, if sure. you will. Sure, My will. glutes, my hamstrings, my back. All that stuff. It's all about functional fitness. In case I need to flip a tire someday, I don't right. know. You never know. Or I gotta, I gotta, I, gotta, I climb a rope in case I gotta, in case I gotta break into an embassy. I have no <laughs> idea what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, but he has me doing it. Well, so. 
Next time you're trapped somewhere and the only exit is, is blocked by a gigantic tire, you'll be glad for these workouts that you can move it and then go you on your way. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? In the zombie apocalypse, if I have to carry 200-pound weights in my hand, if i got a farmer carry that somewhere, if i got to carry, like, two eighth graders to safety... Yeah, uh, you'll be thinking good old then, Lou. You know, then we're all good. We're all good. So i got that going for me. Uh, Brian Callen, thank you so much for the time. Looking forward to the shows. Five shows, Milwaukee Improv. <laughs> One Thursday, the 21st, then two on Friday and Saturday. I've uh, been a lot of fun talking to Brian. You're a blast. So looking forward to welcoming you to town. You Welcome guys. back to Milwaukee and and uh, have, a, have a good uh, run of shows. Can't wait to do it. I hope to see you guys at the show, man. So I uh, really appreciate the time. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Brian. It's 1029 The Hog.